Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1824. Today, we're going to start talking about Alphabet Squadron, the novel by Alexander Freed, and what we learn about the state of the galaxy after the Battle of Endor. Let's go. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where in this one we're going to start talking about Alphabet Squadron. Today is the non-spoiler review for the novel. It came out actually on June 11th and thank you very much to the folks at Penguin Random House Audio who were kind enough to share a copy of the audio version of this story with me and that's primarily what we're going to be talking about. Um, as far as the state of the galaxy goes, well... I mean, it's kind of simple when you're writing just a ragtag story of rebels fighting against this monolithic empire, but when you're writing a story about how those rebels actually won and how things just got a lot more complicated because now they actually have to take over control of the galaxy even while parts of the empire are trying to regroup and others are cut off entirely from any sort of support. I mean, this is a very messy time. And so to add that level of difficulty and expertise that's required to be able to depict this, well, yeah, that's another feather in the cap of Alexander Freed for doing a very good job of it. The novel itself is structured around the building of Alphabet Squadron. And I will say, in that regard, that's one of the things that I found a little bit challenging. And that may be as much for what I bring to the table as a reader as, you know, compared to anything that necessarily Alexander Freed does wrong with the situation. But, you know, when you start off with the concept that you're promoting of Alphabet Squadron and the fact that you're going to have pilots you're flying one of each of these different starfighters. And the novel starts out with the squadron not yet formed. Well, you kind of start looking and watching, and there's a part of your brain that you have to turn off to you know, allow yourself to enjoy the story as it's presented and as it unfolds, as opposed to you know, going, okay, where are they going to get the Y-wing from? Where are they going to get the U-wing from? Where are they going to get the A-wing from? You know, all these questions kind of percolate, and as they start to tell the story of Riot Squadron and Hound Squadron, then you start to you know, find out, okay, well, these are where these are going to come from, but who's actually going to be the ones that survive? out of it because what we do know and what has been said publicly is that Alphabet Squadron, the folks that are made up or making up this squadron are people who have lost their entire squadrons and so they're basically sole survivors of some really terrible stuff and so you start looking to see who out of these squadrons is going to be the one that ultimately joins up with Alphabet Squadron. And so you kind of have to turn that part of your brain off so that way you can fully enjoy the experience of the novel as it unfolds. But eventually Alphabet Squadron gets itself together under the direction of Erica Quell, who is our X-Wing pilot for Alphabet Squadron and also an Imperial defector, which adds its own share of drama, especially considering the fact that she is formerly of Shadow Wing, which is the nefarious group of Imperials that Alphabet Squadron is tasked with capturing, dismantling, and you know there are some folks who have a very personal reason for going after Shadow Wing, which you learn about in the novel as well. 
is the fact that they actually have more success in the novel than you expect them to. I mean, this is a trilogy, and so, you know, you would think that there are going to be cliffhanger situations, and certainly those do happen. But as far as the actual results of the novel go, they get a lot farther than you expect them to, and yet, Freed is still able to set up enough where you can see how the stakes are going to be raised for subsequent novels, and yet you also are left questioning, well, gee, where could he actually take this? The supporting cast that we have involved here, you know, they also have skin in the game, and they also achieve some of the ends that they want to achieve too. So yeah, it's a bit of a difficult task to do, but Freed has pulled it off. Um, Nash, Tenzent, Chasna, Chaddock, Kairos, and Will Lark, those are the other members of Alphabet Squadron. Each of them has their own personal vendetta, each of them has their own endgame that they want to achieve. At least most of them do. Kairos, we don't necessarily know for sure. <laughs> but there's still some very interesting stuff that we learn about that character, too. This is our mysterious visored and masked and mostly non-English-speaking character. We don't find out a lot about her, but you know the little tidbits we get are really intriguing. And then, of course, there's a supporting cast, including Karen Aiden, who is our new Republic intelligence officer running this show, and his companion droid, ITO, who is basically a K2SO character for all intents and purposes, because ITO is a reprogrammed Imperial droid, though this time it's an interrogation droid, which adds a little bit of comedy in its own right to the situation. And, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that General Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels shows up in this. When you read the publisher's summary stuff, you get the idea that she's going to show up a little bit more than she actually does. But her involvement is significant, if not necessarily quite the way that it's sort of depicted from the outside as you walk into it. But... Yeah, otherwise, you know, it's great to see her involved in the story, and, you know, she is definitely not somebody who just drops in for a quick cameo and then disappears. She is involved through a good stretch of the novel, and it's, you know, one of the more awesome investments that we get to enjoy. And Alexander Freed does a great job with the character. This is really the only, like, established character who appears in the novel, and... Yeah, fantastic job with it. And because of the fact that this was an audiobook situation, we'll talk about that aspect of the overall package right after the break here, so stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. So the last thing that we're going to talk about from a non-spoiler perspective is the narration by Saskia Marleveld, who does a terrific job. This isn't her first Star Wars rodeo. Previously, she narrated the Leia Princess of Alderaan novel by Claudia Gray, and whereas... You know, in all honesty, she doesn't have the same kind of savant-like range that Mark Thompson does. 
The fact of the matter is, is that if you can tell a story and change the voices enough where you can tell who's who without, you know, having to think about it and without needing the constant prompts of Will said or Nath said or Quell said, right? Especially with audiobook narration where, you know, they go to the printed material and they pick out some of those. Like, they, n not all of those appear in there, even though it's unabridged. Like, they don't necessarily need all of those prompts, especially when you have a good vocal performance. And Saskia does that very well. So, yeah, kudos to Saskia Marleveld and to Alexander Freed for a very compelling experience. And thank you again to the fine folks at Penguin Random House Audio for sharing a copy of this with me so that you and I can talk about it today and get into spoilery details over the next few days, including why our lead character, Erica Quell, is sort of a very what-if kind of character, the you know, dark mirror, if you will, of a very major Star Wars character. That and a lot more we're going to dig into over the next few days. So I hope you'll stick with me for that. I hope you enjoyed this overview and non-spoiler review of Alphabet Squadron. <laughs> and yeah, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.